0: good morning welcome to the show is it friday yet
1: (laughs) not yet not yet well then what is it what is it
2: then hot day it's wednesday it's wednesday
0: wednesday yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: but halfway there wednesday wednesday's took
0: ah too much talking calm down people we still have work
1: to do it's (laughs) (laughs) showtime fellas i'm ready to get up and do my thing one two three four
0: well, 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 the irony is here. It's rich, it's thick, it's... I swear there's a story in the preparatory materials provided for us on a daily basis that has specifically to do with how I was greeted when I walked in the building this morning. Let me just okay. click Uh-oh. on a tab over here that
1: says... It's like they're watching us or something. What? It's like the prep
0: is watching us or something. Half of us will ignore a mess and leave it for someone else to clean up. As I was greeted this morning as I had to make a, I wouldn't say an emergency stop, but I had to make a quick stop into the first bathroom I came upon this morning. Only to find a plop of poopy on the rim. Oh my God. Oh, a plop plop of poopy. On the rim. On the rim of the toilet. Not just in the bowl, but on the rim. Uh, So I don't know if it's, well, I have visited the female the women's room this morning. I'll tell you why in just a second. But in the men's room toilet, the, the seat doesn't, it's not a complete circle. It has a break in the, you know, where the, where the doodads would be dangling if you're sitting in the, you know, it's just, it's open. Mm-hmm. All right. It doesn't close. It's like a horseshoe. Yeah. All right. And forgive me for not knowing if that's the case in the women's room. But in that little gap right there, in that little gap right there, in the men's room back in the, uh, what we used to call media blocks back here. Okay. I dropped my backpack. I turn around, getting ready to de-, de-, de drawer you know? Yeah. De-pants. De-pants de- <laughs> myself. And I look down and <laughs> there it was, just, the, sit, just sitting oh, there. Wow. I mean, it couldn't have been anything else. Oh, my God. That's Could, disgusting. Couldn't have been anything else. And I really, I, 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 I immediately, at that point, because I needed to go, picked up my bag, kind of half repantsed.
1: <laughs> kind of waddle next door. Kind
0: of move move <laughs> next door to the ladies' room. Hope you don't mind. I don't know if you use that or not. I do. I didn't violate it, but I had to do my bidding. And I could have easily just walked on up. I could have left it. But because I'm the first person in the building. Oh, you would get blamed. Oh, absolutely. Freaking- yes. <laughs> yeah. <you come> <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's where I park the yeah. whole thing. And I just my eyes are watering this morning from the just pure. There's no way... Okay, imagine yourself sitting. Okay. Oh, and you've gross. gone potty. All, right? You've, all done, right? you've done the poopies. Yeah. All right? And then you get up. Or you've cleansed yourself, I would assume. You yeah. hope. And then you've gotten up, and when you stood up, then you reached down and you picked up your pants. Okay. That's where I'm thinking it happened. If somebody reached out, like bent over, picked up their pants, and something fell out.
2: Oh, my goodness. Right? After the cleanse They and still and had to have seen it, though. I mean, you don't just leave that, do you? Oh. You don't
0: you don't no. You don't just leave and especially and how do you not notice it?
1: I, I you mean have you have to. to notice it.
0: Yeah. What if you pull up your pants and if you're the one that still has the I mean, that's not just a dingleberry. I mean that's a <laughs> that's a dingle bomb. So it was I mean, rather I, large. I, I would it assume, wasn't just oh, a tiny oh, oh, it was it was like take your finger and your your pink your your thumb and your index finger and make a circle. Um, that's how big it was. Oh, Okay, it was a full oh my. quarter stick of dynamite, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would assume the person that must have that when they don't realize it pulls up their pants and just exits straight out the front door, which is right in front of you in that bathroom. Oh my God. No hand washing? No, I, I would assume there's no turn to the hand. There's no turn to the oh, sink. Yeah. Th- so that's the, double gross. you have to go yeah. straight so out. I just, I, and so I, uh, myself, I, I, I. Clean it up. When I've got the impulse control that keeps me, like, I meet the first question I say to myself is, ah, I don't need to get that. And then I'll end up getting it. Yeah, I don't know if there's more to talk about here. But we do need to take a break Mm. and collect ourselves. (laughs) Starwater 2.1, die for you. It's the weekend on Starwater 2.1, 606 on this Mark and Kim show. Uh, I do have that, uh, the irony of uh, finding a a plop of uh, feek, if you will, (laughs) feek. On the rim of the toilet this morning, and then the and then the tab here I have open. Half of us will ignore a mess and leave it for someone else to clean. I mean, come on already! Mm. Like the coffee drips down the hall. Like like you don't know you're dripping coffee down the hall. We'll be back. Mark and Kim show six oh six with Taylor Swift. Oh, Karma. Perfect. We got Dollywood tickets coming up here on Star One Two Point One for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. I got a. Um, Dollywood tickets and one Hershey's Kiss that we can give you this morning. I've got an
1: old mint out there in the bottom of my drawer someplace, too. Mm. I've
0: got some wrap snacks. Yeah. (laughs) We keep throwing stuff in. I meant uh, the Hershey's Kiss I found on the toilet rim this morning as I walked in. Oh, that Hershey's Kiss. Oh, Do you think that I was just referring to some random Hershey's Kiss that I have at the desk? Really? I did. Huh. Yeah, um, that was my start to my day. And funny how karma, the song there, I'm wondering if that's karma on me. Like, did I do something that, oh, okay, life shows, shows me you can do something. And then here's, here's I've pooped on your, on your toilet rim.
1: Have you left a mess at some point that you didn't clean up?
0: That's the thing. I told you I have impulse control problems. Like if I see somebody at a crosswalk in front of me, I want to honk the horn. I have to stop myself from doing it. I'll, if, I, if I see something that I can easily do but I know that somebody else will do it behind me, I'll go, ah, I'll, that's, I don't want to do that. And then, and then I do it. I have to talk myself into doing things because my impulse control is to not do things. And half of us will ignore a mess and leave it for someone else to clean. My impulse is to leave it. I generally will, fi- will do it. Like, I could have easily left a poopy in there and not touched it, but it would have been blamed on me, right? So that's yeah. the reason you cleaned it. Yeah, probably. Well,
1: not to be blamed.
0: <laughs> not to be, bl- yeah. Huh, I guess you're right. I'm like examining that as we speak. Mm-hmm. sure
2: it enforced your decision, though. It what? It enforced your decision. Enforced my decision? Yeah, like it, it helped you lean towards like, mm. okay, I'm going to go ahead and clean it.
0: Because they'll think it was me if I don't. Well, I mean, it's gross. I mean, I've I i will clean up. I'm not a big fan of cleaning up other people's like you know fecal matter. Well, I'm not either. <laughs> I mean, like if somebody threw up in the hallway here, we would, would you go clean that
1: up? If they're like deathly ill and can't clean it up themselves, like if they're ill and they just have to go, you know. Now I'm you'll I'm clean not, that up. Well, I'm not one to normally do that, but if they physically cannot, yeah, I'm going to clean it up. But it, generally, a, fecal manner them? and throw up and stuff like that. Fecal manner. I matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> do. This is a
0: fecal manner, though. Fecal manners would be yeah. that you clean up the toilet bowl after you pooped on. That's, I, that's yeah. fecal manners.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, but I'll clean up a mess usually. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. New spring cleaning poll: 49% of adults admit they're ignoring uh, that ignoring a mess and leaving it for someone else is something they do a lot. Mm. That's not. That's how many people said they do it often or always. Top five spots about uh, spring cleaning stats, things we dread the most are floors, rugs, inside the refrigerator, windows, dishwasher, microwaves, and closets just missed the top five. Most of us admit we cut corners when we clean. Are you a corner cutter? Not usually. 53% say they always are often corner cut. If I'm going to clean something, it's going to be cleaned. Right. Can you get here earlier then? No. <laughs> Could you check the bathrooms? No. How, like, what did you miss? When or did you just
2: not wipe? Unless they dragged. Dragged like they dragged across the toilet. There was no smear. Why would you oh, okay. do that? It wasn't like it too. wasn't like a bagel. Oh, it wasn't like he smeared a bagel. Uh-huh.
0: It was like he just it just literally <laughs> fell out and landed. And who's doing that?
1: I mean, are you just well, in male, such a rush? There's and male
0: employees in the building, and plenty of them. Yeah, so it could have been anybody. Yeah, and I hadn't been in that bathroom in a while. So, <laughs>
1: I mean, I can't even sit I here and play. think. Oh, I think oh, I know who God. that was. Uh, no, you know, no, I mean, well, I just. Well, I
2: hope it's well, not the cleaning crew. Well, <gasps> I hope not. Oh, That's their one God. job is to clean. I hope they didn't leave know, a mess. One yeah. job. Diamond,
0: like a <laughs> Brianna on Star One Two Point One with the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uten Law Firm on Knoxville's number one hit music station. So I guess. You can't ask out Lady Gaga. You can't ask out Lady Gaga. What's that? You just can't. It's just can't. can't. You can't. We'll talk about it after <laughs> XG on Starwater 2.1. Left, right on Starwater 2.1. Craig got that brand new music for you from XG on Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. Cops rush to the home of Lady Gaga to confront a man bearing flowers you know as I am waiting just for the perfect right time to slide into Reese Witherspoon's DMs because I told you this <laughs> now that the, she's single and all <laughs> she's single and I've told you that this feels like the closest I'll ever get to actually getting to marry, right. marry a celebrity even though I went to high school with Sandra Bullock I had no chance of that of course because we were just barely friends at all but this though I just feel it feels right and I've told my wife hey I'm going to plumb that water first. I'm going to just. She's just going to have to let you do this. If, yeah, I'm <laughs> going to see if there's any reaction when I slide into Reese's uh, DMs, and then, then we'll have my wife and I will have to work that out. Because somehow you have a chance with Reese. I don't know why, but you don't with Sandra Bullock, even though y'all went to high school. Together. I didn't have a chance that. Mm. She was dating somebody else, and I so was I. Dude just shows up at uh, Lady Gaga's driveway. Not even at her home. Not even at the front porch. Shows up at the driveway, like attached to the street. Okay, mm-hmm. which is public property. But it's
1: still her home.
0: It's on public property. The street is public property. He shows up with flowers because you know he's just going to ask her out, right? He's, her. so he's you, come a courtin'. Well, how else do? How else does a young man come a courtin'? Well, I can remember asking two girls out for my tenth grade homecoming dance, and I showed up at both of their houses once with a rose, and I and I and I you know I gave him a flower and I asked. Of course, I had to go to the second house because the first one said no.
1: Oh well. Did you have a whole dozen of roses and you a, were splitting them up one by one to well, go a, to
0: 12 different girls' I, homes? I had a list. <laughs> Oddly, Sandy wasn't on that list. But yeah, I guess giving Lady Gaga flowers can be a dangerous proposition. Ask the guy who just tried dropping off some blossoms at her Malibu home. Law enforcement tells TMZ cops rushed to Lady Gaga's place. You know, probably the whole thing. After her security called police, as a man began to, pro- began to approach the property with an arm full of flowers. How do they not know he's like like a florist, like a delivery person? They not have you know, you know not all florist deliveries come in a truck that says floral the you know company on the side of it. Usually they do. They nah. don't usually just come walking up to the driveway. Does, uh, does, does Uber Eats look like a regular car? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the Domino's Pizza shows up without a little thing on the top. Mm-hmm. Guy, we're told, made it to the base of Lady Gaga's driveway before he was stopped. And cops told him, not a good idea to try to give Lady Gaga anything. Why not? She's a human being. She's a human. She's a human.
1: Yeah, but usually she's like, (laughs) let the guard at the front of the community know, hey, I'm expecting someone.
0: Right. True. She's a human. Right. Right. Yeah. She can be asked out like anybody else. Why can't dude with flowers just ask out Lady Gaga?
1: Not a good idea. Why not?
0: Why not? Because she's Lady Gaga. What does that mean? You don't just show she's up at her house with flowers and Yeah, but
1: you don't just show up with flowers and Why not?
0: Why not? You just don't. To anybody or just to Lady Gaga? Well, uh. not to anyone famous. That's bullcrap. Well, that's bullcrap. You should be able to ask out whomever you, if you come, if you just happen upon Paris Hilton at the, at the YMCA, okay? Hey, Paris.
1: Why is Paris at the Y?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Why is she there? And then you just say, you know, hey, you want to do some coffee? You want to get some coffee? Well, you can't ask out Paris Hilton. Sure you, you can. I can't ask out Reese Witherspoon if the time is right? If she's at the Y and you happen upon her, sure, you do
1: that. But you don't show up at her driveway with a you're, you're bundle not, but, of flowers. But you've
0: not said the reason why.
1: Because she's Lady Gaga.
2: That's that's like a three-year-old saying it, because? It could be a potential threat, I would say. No, like yes. flowers? Yeah, I mean, yes. I don't know. Nah. They could be laced with something. I don't know. Laced? What, is she going to eat them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be something like she could uh, laced, inhale. Fl-
0: there's a new one. I was killed by laced flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Star 102.1. J-Dub has all the information this afternoon about how you can get tickets to go see Charlie Puth live in Nashville. He'll be there May 27th. You can be there. Listen today for all the details about what's happening Thursday afternoon right here on Star two.
1: That's Metro me. Boomin'
0: on Star 102.1. Hello, good morning, and welcome. It's Wednesday, 649. A beautiful day today. Sunshine, 79 degrees. A few clouds rolling in tomorrow. 80s for the rest of the week. And it looks like, I guess we're putting out uh, prayers for John Mayer this morning. Prayers up for John Mayer this morning. As uh, said by Taylor Lautner. I think all the exes of Taylor Swift are going to support a support group together. (laughs) Now that uh, upcoming The Speak Now re-release. Taylor Lautner reacting, saying that he feels safe, but he's praying for John Mayer. (laughs) <laughs> speak, speak Now Containers, contains Taylor Swift's ballad Back to December, widely thought to be, about Taylor Lautner. And Dear John, hmm, hmm who hmm. could that be? John Mayer, who also dated Taylor Swift for a hot minute. Um, you know, Taylor Lautner, I guess he feels confident enough now that he can say things like, it's really not fair of what Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift did to him. Because I didn't deserve it. I'm pretty good at taking accountability now. And I never did anything to deserve that. It was a really lousy thing for Taylor Swift to do, he said. I never got an email. Never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard. And it really, humili- really humiliated me at a time when I was already been dressed down. I mean, how would you feel if at the lowest point you've ever been, someone kicked you even lower? Swift and Lautner dated for a minute in 2009. then of course, she started writing. All the muses. Oh, yeah. all the John Mayer. Jake Gyllenhaal. I guess we'll see some Joe Alwyn coming out soon enough. Oh, you know, the Yo, newest stuff. We got, hey, John, yeah. we got Dear John. We're going to have Yo Joe. Yo Joe. <laughs> <Soon> enough, <laughs> I Baby, that's
2: not how this works. It
0: is the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Ooten Law firm right here on Star Two Point One Knoxville's number one hit music station. We're coming up in just a little while. Dollywood Tickets, Big Bear Mountain Roller Coaster. You want to ride it? We got the tickets for it. Coming up with Her versus Him, Mark versus Kim. Today, the game is the list. Have you written your own list today? I have not. Oh, someone else has.
1: <laughs> someone else has.
0: Yikes. Learning. <laughs> I don't know what's scarier. I really don't. I don't.
1: I'm just trying to find the happy
0: medium for people. Mm, you've never found a happy medium in your life. I know it. <laughs> not even the Long Island medium. I
1: know it. All right. I found out something the other day that apparently we have to teach our children that I didn't think we'd have to teach our children.
0: Because you've got one of those kids who says, well, you didn't tell me. Yeah. You didn't tell me not to. But
1: I'm glad he asked.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Miguel now on Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station is Starwater 2.1. Her versus him just minutes from now. The list is the game of the day for the Dollywood tickets. Big Bear Mountain roller coaster on a beautiful day. 80 degrees for the high of day. Sunshine, nothing like we had yesterday. Got pretty dicey around here. 80 tomorrow, 80 on Friday. No rain chances again until s- tomorrow. <laughs> Slight chance tomorrow. Best chance will be Saturday. Mom, do we tip the doctor? Do you tip the doctor? (laughs) Do we tip the doctor? By the way, he ain't tipping nobody.
1: Mm, No, he
0: does. He ain't tipping no
2: doctor.
1: Well, he didn't know because normally this was the first time he had gone all by himself. So, because even since he's turned 18, there's been doctor appointments that we needed to be at. Um, because the insurance and everything, and he wasn't sure about it. So since he's turned 18, we've started turning that stuff over to him, even though he's still covered under our insurance, obviously, but we were teaching him how to do it. You know, you're filling out everything, you're doing everything, you have your copies of the cards, you know, we need to start doing that. And so he's been doing that. So this last appointment that he had to get his leg checked out, he was going to just, it was a return appointment. So we thought, okay, you go, you handle everything. And so he did. And then about 30 minutes into the appointment, after everything had been checked, I get this text. Mom, do I I tip the doctor?
0: He's just, he's playing you, right? (laughs) No, no, he really wasn't. he's gaslighting you because there's nobody who believes you tip a doctor. no. no. There's no tip jar. No. There's there's no line on the bill that says here 10% gratuity or whatever.
1: No, but he really didn't know if as he was leaving, if he was supposed to, when he was doing the copay or whatever for the insurance... If he needed to he's making that up. tip the do- No, he's not. He's making he that up. He really did not know. And I said, no, you don't tip doctors.
2: Now, it didn't show up like tip 10, 20 or something like that on That's the debit card machine? That's what I just asked. Okay. No,
1: so. no, it didn't. But he just didn't know. And he said, I didn't want to leave and not tip somebody I should. And he, he the goes- doctor? He didn't know. <laughs>
0: Why are you yelling at me?
1: And I said, no, you don't. And he goes, well, how do you know? And I said, well, I guess, truly, we had never told him, you don't tip the doctor. So then Eli! when he... <laughs> so when... so I, I I hung up, you know, I, I put the phone down after texting with him and everything, and I told his dad, I said, you're not going to believe what he asked me. And he goes, well, we've never told him You can him, never you start a statement
0: about your son with the words, you're not going to believe.
1: Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> no, you, but no, you actually can't. It may be ridiculous, but we did. And so when he got home, we had to talk with him about, you don't tip doctors, you also don't tip plumbers and electricians and things like that oh
0: yes you do no you don't yes you do no you (laughs) don't listen to me if you are if a plumber who does not own the company comes out what are you looking at what are you pointing there's a list i have a list you don't
1: tip (laughs) yeah you don't tip plumbers you don't take uh tip electricians they usually they 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 are almost insulted by it if you do okay
0: according to just general okay hold on and the text number is six five six seven eight two seven. Plumbers, electricians, who else? Quickly, uh, that's uh, anybody else? Quote embarrassed by the tip. I want to service
1: hear technicians. They say like plumbers and electricians. Now I if have it's somebody-
0: every worker for a company that is a plumbing company or an electrical company, not the owner of the company. Well, now that's
1: what they're. If they come in and it's like Dan's Plumbing and it's Dan, you don't tip him. It's like a. I'm talking about
0: the the people that work for the plumbing company. I have tipped them every single time. I do if it's them, but if it's like they're embarrassed, to take a tip.
1: But it's like the plumbing and electrician owners. Does it say that on your list? Yes, it does. It says, but if it's just the it's the owners, but if it's the technicians, it's like the owner of a salon. If the owner of a salon does your hair. Or nails, well, do you, know? you don't tip them, but that, you tip the other two. That's not technician. true either. It is. I'm I telling you. I think in that
0: situation, you tip no matter who does your hair.
1: Not if they're the owner of the salon.
0: Supposedly All right, look, we, we have to break because we got to get into her versus him next. Uh, the next time we'll chat about this around 745. We'll finish this up. But get on, get in on the texts at eight six five six five six seven eight two seven. If you agree or disagree, because there's if, some others, and, yeah. And if you and if you have a tipping situation, you're curious about, we'll hash it out right yeah. here. you tip the people that come to your home and work on your stuff.
1: Not if they're the owner of the company. Mm,
0: tipping the doctor.
1: <laughs> well, that's
0: what he asked. Seven fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back with uh, her versus him next. Hang on. Her versus him is ready to go, and it's next on Star Water 2.1, it's number one hit music station. It'll be Jessica versus Cody. And the game of the day is the list coming up next, right after Jonas Brothers on Starwater 2.1. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim is on Star 2.1 as we welcome our two contestants, one named Jessica, one named Cody. Today, Jessica and Cody are playing the list for
1: a pair of tickets to Dollywood to ride the new roller coaster, Big Bear Mountain, with me and Mark. Yeah. Today's winner also gets put into a drawing to win a pair of Dollywood season passes.
0: There you go. Hello, Cody.
1: Hello.
0: Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. Good morning. Jessica, what happened to your phone, dear? You still there? I'm here. Yes. Okay, you're not on the speakerphone or Bluetooth or anything like that, right? No. Okay, keep your mouth in front of the mouthpiece. Speak up nice and loud. I'm going to hand a list to Kim. She's going to try to describe those words or phrases to you, Jessica, over 75 seconds. Try to get as many out of 10 as possible. Cody, now pay attention. If they skip one, move on from one or whatever, or run out of time while Kim is describing one at the end, you can steal that point if you remember... Because we're not going to prompt you. We're going to say, hey, there's things to steal. Give it a shot. So try to remember what they skipped along the way. And then same thing for you, Jessica. After Cody and I play, you have a chance to steal some points as well. Any questions, Jessica or Cody, about how this game is played? No, no sir. All right. Here you go, Kim. 75 seconds. Jessica, are you ready? Yes. On your mark, get set, go. Go.
1: Um, this is what a lot of kids, some adults, go to bed with at night. It's fluffy and it um it it's named after one of a our pillows. Pro- no, that's animal. Uh, yes, but the teddy sp- bear. Yes. Okay, this is a mean one of those, and it's got big teeth, and it's not the black this. but it's, bear. Yes. This is in the cold weather. It's one of these. It's the same kind of animal. Polar we be- bear. Mhm. This is the cute little black and white one of these, and it's um uh, the same. Teddy ki- bear. Yes. This is the ones we see in the Great Smoky Mountains. Same kind of animal. Black bear. Yes. This is what they catch these animals in. They set them out in the woods and they want to catch that same kind. A bear trap. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a, um, when you ha- take all of your clothes off, and you're, um, you're it's, um, uh, think of that animal we've been talking about, but you have all your clothes. Bare clo- naked? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, um, it's a Disney song. Da, 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 da. Bare necessity. Yes. Um, this is, um, it's your right to do this in the um, uh, Constitution. Bare arms. Yes. And this is a movie that came out, and it's ridiculous, and it's based on a real story that parts of it took place here. Cocaine no Bears. Yes.
0: That's ah. <laughs> an ass kicking. That was impressive. <laughs> Co- Co- Cody, anything you want to steal? Let me some dignity.
2: Wow. Uh, I think she got them all, didn't she? Yeah, she, she did. did.
0: Good job. Holy Jessica, hell. Jessica, you did great. All right.
1: Have, it's t- your turn, Cody. Right, you gonna, have to get ten to tie. All right, and then we ch- can do start, the flip
0: of the coin. I'm going to start channeling Albert Einstein when I create my list from this point forward. <laughs> you better be, <laughs> ladies. You better be theory. Uh, you know about the theory of relativity. I'm telling you right now. All right, I'm done. Today's I'm done. list
1: is from my son. <laughs>
0: What? No, what? Oh, there my you. God. <laughs> what do you mean, that? What God. do you mean? Bye, Cody. Great. Bye, Codes. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Jessica, congratulations. Should we play the music no, now? No, no,
1: don't say that. <laughs> uh, stop it.
0: We'll just let this run in the background while I'm Don't
1: don't, don't say that. <laughs> All right, Cody, are you ready? Yes.
0: On your mark, get set, go. Okay, this is the basketball team in California that's got LeBron James on it. The L.A. Lakers. Say the whole word, the whole thing. Say it out Los loud. Los Angeles Lakers. Very good. The team of um, upstate New York that has a uh, an animal on their helmet, Josh Allen is the quarterback. Does that help? Football team? Um,
2: upstate New York? Buffalo Bills.
0: Very good. The Toronto blank blank is the baseball team in Canada. Toronto, it's also the name of a bird in your backyard, not a cardinal. The Raptors? No. The the Toronto C- Raptors? No, the baseball team. It's a big... Azure-colored, sky-colored bird, water-colored, sky-colored. What's the color of the sky?
2: What's the What's (laughs) the color of the sky? Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays. Yes.
0: Uh, this is the team from North Blank that lives to our right. Into so, uh, cats. These cats play just to our east in the state North called North Carolina Panthers. Just get rid of the Carolina Panthers. Yes, very good. Um, this is the Cleveland Blank baseball team. Used to be. Now they've changed it. The Guardians. What were, the, what were they called? Native Americans are also called Cleveland Indians. Just the first. Just the second word. The last part. Indians. Very good. This is the Commanders. It used to be called the what? In in DC. The, the generals. Ah! It's over. <laughs> Can she steal points if she wants to, to get more than eleven? Jessica, and you were working on one. Jessica, I was working on one. Do you want to <laughs> you want you want to you get your eleventh point there, dear? Was, was the last one Redskins? Yes, it was. But you didn't say Washington Redskins, and that was the complete clue. Oh, got yeah. Toronto Raptors were coming up. We had a chance, I guess. Bullets. <laughs> Bullets was the former name of the Washington Wizards. New England Patriots on the list, and St. Louis Cardinals. Great list, Eli. Thank you very much. J- Cody, thank you, buddy. Goodbye. Jessica, congratulations. Bye. We'll see you at Dollywood, my dear.
1: With my Start
0: with a 2.1746 on the Mark and Kim show. We'll come back. We'll continue talking about tipping because Kim's son believed he needed to tip the doctor. Bless. We have some uh, thoughts by text people have sent in. And we caught Kim in a little lie. Mm-hmm. Yep. In a lie. You said, <laughs> don't tip the salon owner. I said,
1: that's what the list says.
0: Well... It's what you were saying adamantly, only to find out that who do you tip?
1: My salon owner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's Pink and Trust Fall on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Uh, about 7.15-ish or so this morning, Kim was talking about tipping. Your son thought he needed to tip the doctor, which is kind of funny. Well, he was asking. You were saying that when I tip the plumber or the electrician, you're like, no, no, no. And then, yeah, you do. And then Not you, the ones that own the company. But then you said you don't tip the salon owner either, but then you tip your no, salon owner. No, the
1: list says if the owner- You were adamant. Because the list says that, but I tip my (laughs) salon owner. I tip anybody who touches me. If they shampoo my hair, they get a tip. (laughs) Anybody who touches me. Okay. Wow. They shampoo my hair, they get a tip. (laughs) Well, people started texting
0: about these people that you thought don't need tips, and I think you couldn't
2: be more wrong. Yeah, I have six people that said yes to tipping at the salon. I have six people that said yes to plumber and the electrician. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One person said no to the plumber and electrician, and there's no no's for the salon. That's so right. everybody that goes mm-hmm. to a salon tips right. or a barbershop. So
0: even if they're the owner of the salon, you tip.
1: And I tip my owner of the salon. The list says no. Now, it says if you're traveling in certain countries, you're not expected to tip, too. Like in Australia, yeah, New Zealand, and parts yeah. of Europe, they're insulted by it. Well, okay, it I, can t- I can
0: promise you in Europe, they're not insulted when you give them a tip. In some places, it says they are. I, I From the places I've been... And I've been to a lot of countries. There, I always leave gratuity, and they're always very thankful. And they're like, "Wow, nobody does this." I'm like, "Well, then here, you gave exceptional service, you get a tip." I he, guess nobody does it because they're they're told not to. Well, it's
2: another fallacy. Um,
1: don't tip flight attendants. Have you ever tipped a flight attendant? I haven't. I haven't either.
0: Um, when I was given free drinks, yes, I did, and they she took it gratefully.
1: Said some uh, airlines even have uh, policies against it. And uh, the other one was, of course, don't tip doctors and nurses and things like that, which (laughs) has brought this whole thing up with my... Son, so do I tip to the doctor? <laughs> well, I mean, so. do you have
0: to tip everybody that sees you, if you will, the nurse when she comes in or he comes in, and do you tip them? And then the doctor when he or she comes in, you have to. Tip, I think that's what he was worried about. What about, about a phlebotomist? Do you get your blood drawn. Do you tip the phlebotomist? <laughs> I mean, it's a never-ending. But that's circle. like at the
1: salon. I mean, you do. I tip everybody who touches me. If you have different services, you tip all of them. So, I mean, I think that's what he was worried about because
0: Lord knows he mm-hmm. grew up going with me to his service places. So, all right. Start with a 2.1, the Mark and Kim show powered by the Ooten Law Firm on this Wednesday morning. Quick poll of the room, real quickly. Do you believe in love at first sight?
1: Mm.
0: Yes or no, dear?
1: At first sight? No.
0: Yes. You believe in love at yeah. first sight. All right. Are you the kind of guy that might say, I love you on the first date? No. What if you believe in love at first sight? I'm just not going to say it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's some stats we'll share with you next to get into your comments about this on The Mark and Kim Show coming up next. Hang on. Double Fantasy, one of the last releases from the weekend before he uh, starts recording his able. That's right. It's changed. Did it. 809 now on The Mark and Kim Show. On Knoxville's number one hit music station, uh, came across an interesting stat where it said that 7% of men will admit that they've said I love you on the first date. 20% 20% of women, close to 20% of women, said they had been told, I love you, on the first date. Seems to be a little bit of a disparity.
1: Unless that 7% have seen a lot of women.
0: Oh, you mean have said that to a lot of women? Yeah. Mean? <laughs> I mean, most people have seen a lot of women. But, um, and I asked if there was, you know, do you believe in love at first sight? You said no. You said yes, mm-hmm. but you've never said I love you on the first date. Never. Is telling somebody on the first date that you could see... Them spending the rest of their lives together, is that the same thing as saying I love you? Or is that, is that better or worse? Like if you meet somebody, you go out, you have a nice dinner, you do whatever, and you say, oh my God, I really could like, first of all, I feel like I've known you forever. And I really think I could see us spending the rest of our lives together. Is that the same thing? Is that better or worse?
1: I could see this going someplace is different than I could see this, I could see us spending the rest of our lives together on a first date. You know, and I think it also depends on how long you've known each other before that first date. Have you been friends and then you've just decided to turn it into a dating relationship or did you really just meet, go on a first date and then someone saying, I think that's kind of the parameters of the,
0: I love you on the first date thing. I think if you have been friends and you've said, you know, we should try the dating thing and then someone just kind of like feels the moment and says, you know, I got to tell you something. (laughs) It's been a long friendship, but I actually, I like, I love you. I mean, that, I mean if that's you're a friends, little different. That's yeah. different. So I asked, how did you handle being told, I love you on the first date? we got some uh, interesting responses. Some people didn't understand that question. They thought, how would you handle? And some people responded hypothetically. Oh, okay. This was like more like, uh, it's happened to 20% mm-hmm. of women. So it's I figured we'd we get some. Yeah. Has anybody ever told you they loved you on the first date?
1: No, I think I would run.
0: Okay. Anybody ever told you that? I don't believe so. You're not no. sure? You wouldn't know that? Wouldn't <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember you it, no. Remember?
2: You wouldn't remember you if, somebody I, told you. I know, I, if I've ever been told I love you. I, I know I never said it first, but no, I don't believe it on a first date. Anybody's ever said that? That would
0: be a remarkable moment, one that you would remark on later on. Like, did you believe that someone asked me to say that and they I, loved me on the first date? I probably stopped talking to them. Amber writes, "I wasn't. It wasn't even a date, and they told me they loved me. Oh. I ended up blocking them.
1: Because that's even more <laughs> weird. Yeah, good
0: move. Cat got told he loved me on the first date. I was dumb enough to go on a second date. Ooh." And that's when he asked me to marry him on the second date. <laughs> I told him I did. I didn't know where he was from, but we don't do that where I live. <laughs> <laughs> and ended up ended up putting him on on jail. I think she means in jail. Putting him in jail for stalking. A few years later. Oh my God! Well, you uh, did. He was. He wasn't lying to you. It's a red flag. He loved you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody Definitely. did put up. Who put up? Uh, Jeffrey wrote a bunch of red flags and a laughing yeah. face after that. <laughs> Anna, uh, I guess at some point told her. Someone told Anna. They loved her on the first date. She said, thank you. That's sweet. And I quickly talked about something else. Uh, Leanne, I had a guy tell me he loved me and proposed marriage on the first date. Blind date at that. Oh, my gosh. I said, I like your enthusiasm, but it's a no. This this is weird. (laughs) I like your enthusiasm. And and left. (laughs) Luckily, I had driven myself to the date. Thank goodness. Crystal, it wasn't a first date, maybe the third. I was so shocked, I just kind of turned the radio back up. Was it us? What were we talking? <laughs> um, listen to what their idiots are saying. Um, we, well, he didn't, take, he didn't take it too well. He jumped out of the car, took off running. I was making circles in a church parking lot trying to get him to get back in the vehicle. <gasps>
1: oh, my god! That
0: was also our last date. Crystal, when they jump out of the car after telling you they love you on the third date and then not taking it well, then you just keep on driving. Yeah. I can see, like, you know, figure eights. So she's, like, you know, following him around the parking lot or something like that. She, she then could get arrested <laughs> for stalking her, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick on These. Cindy, yeah, and it was also our last date. Peg, I kind of freaked out. It was only our second date, but here we are, 35 years later, still going Ooh, strong. So that's one told that, went well. that she was in love. And then Karen, being a Karen, I pretended not to hear and quickly <laughs> feigned interest in the song that was playing on the radio. There you go, Karen. <laughs> JT, Starwater 2.1, Mark and Kim show tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Those are the hours to be listening to J-Dub in the afternoon because he's got Charlie Puth live experience tickets. he will be giving away every single hour for you to go to experience Charlie live at the Ascend, Amphithe- sorry, Ascend Amphitheater in Nashville coming up on May 27th, 7.30 in the evening. So tickets tomorrow afternoon, 3, 4, 5, and 6 p.m.
1: Thumbs up. We'll see if any of us have murderers' thumbs. I'm sorry?
0: Murderers' thumbs. That you can kill somebody with your thumbs, you mean? Maybe. All right, we'll be back. was happy. 8.31 on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one. Hit music station, everyone. Let's all hold our thumbs up. Do you have murderers' thumbs? Do I murderer's thumbs?
1: I don't think any of us have murderer's like thumbs.
0: Bore my eye, my my thumbs into your eyeballs and then squish your brain against the back of your cranium. That kind
1: of? <laughs> well, I don't think any of us could do that. I mean, that's and- part of a self. That's sort of a self-defense move. Any of us could do that, but murderer's thumbs are those things that you call, you know, the tennis racket clubs. I think you call the tennis, tennis, racket. tennis racket
0: thumbs. Are
2: oh, the stubby ones? Yeah, yeah, the
1: stubby thumbs. Well, they're
0: called. It's like it's a clubbed thumbs is what they're called. A racket thumb mm-hmm. or. A, um, hammer Thumb. clubbed Thumbs think, is uh, the official Very famously, of Megan it. Fox is known for her. Yeah. Racket Thumbs yeah, or whatever. She's,
1: she's the one who's talking about it, and she's the one who said they're called Murderer's Thumbs.
0: Ricky Research, do you mind? They're the ones,
1: They're the ones that are—they're uh, very wide and they're very short and stubby. Oh
0: yeah. And she—I might be out of this conversation, by the way.
1: That bothers you, I know, but yeah. you—you're a fan of uh, beautiful hands. I love a beautiful and, hand. And Megan Fox, most I think,
0: attractive thing on a woman to me is her hands.
1: The, and in her feet. You like? You like? No, no. I thought you no. liked beautiful feet. I too. told <laughs> you I
0: married my wife because she has acceptable feet. I don't stop conflating. Well, I'm I, sorry, I'm conflating. I, I thought you liked pretty feet too. You're the one who calls your husband's pretty, pretty feet. No, I, he
1: calls them pretty, pretty feet. I think I, he has horrendous feet.
0: I, I I like the beautiful hand. That's
1: well, hands that's are what nice. I've said. Well, Megan, I think any of us would agree that Megan Fox is a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Although she doesn't think she's lovely. She has issues with herself. But anyway, she says she has murderer's thumbs. And what it is, is it's when their shorter area is from the knuckle to the tip of the finger. <laughs> it's very short.
0: <laughs> and they're okay. called murderer's thumbs. Ugh.
1: And it why? Poorly- why can
0: you murder somebody with
2: them? Well, it's Ricky, because Ricky research. What have you found? Um, I just see stub thumbs have also been called murderous thumbs, allegedly among fortune tellers, Bohemian thumb, toe thumb, well, and well, Potter's thumb. What about thumb. what
0: about fortune tellers? What now?
2: Um, allegedly among fortune tellers so i guess among fortune tellers they're the ones who refer to it as a murderous thumb
1: megan says it's because it correlates between your short temper the shorter the area is oh.
0: the more short your temper is supposed to be <laughs> it's got a name like a pterodactyl thumb or no it's got like like some long name that's got the word dactyl
1: oh i don't know look it up i've not seen that but she says megan says that she's actually very calm and very uh patient um, but once she gets mad, then she's a force to be dealt with. But she says she's very patient. So for her, the murderer's thumb doesn't really mean anything other than she does have a thumb. The, uh,
0: Machine Gun Kelly stuff for a little longer well, than she apparently probably so. needed to.
1: They're apparently officially hmm. broken up now. Oh. But so now there's another name for it. It's not just the racket thumb as you have called it through all these years. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, never I, really I, knew I, it I had a name. I didn't
0: make that up.
2: I, you think I make up stuff. I didn't make that up. Well, I like,
1: thought that's just what you called it. I didn't, I'd never heard it called that word? That before. Now, but, uh,
2: now, I didn't see that word, but I'm also saying that palm readers brought the term because many murderers have had clubbed thumbs, oh. apparently. Oh. Well, maybe well because
1: had, it's, it has to do with their temper. They go off and they
0: murder someone. Yeah, there's something <laughs> that sounds
2: dinosaur-like about it. Is it is it like a... Uh, a bra- brack. This bra- is going to be awful. Spell it. Brack. Uh, B-R-A-C-H-Y-D-A-C-T-Y-L-Y. Bractildactly Bracty t- bract-
0: Yes, it sounds like a dinosaur, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. So, <laughs> like b- so just just call it dinosaur thongs. Bractolytictly. Start with a two point one. number one hit music station. Are you ready for the Golden Bachelor? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Now, that is. I can't believe it's actually happening. <laughs> rude. It's not rude. I just can't believe it's actually happening.
0: This would be a uh, senior citizen bachelor that we'll have to chat about next and see what more offensive things Kim can say. The seniors need <laughs> <go> too. <laughs> we'll be back next. Star 102.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. You heard a guffaw just a second ago when I said, I dared to say the words, are you ready for the golden bachelor? <laughs> because we had heard about it. <laughs> no, I that's, just, not, that's no, not why you No, because laugh. I just can't believe or it's- can't a- old people be on The Bachelor? No,
1: no, that's not it. Yes, I, we it had is. Heard, no, listen to me. We had heard about it quite some time ago, and I kind of thought it was a joke. I can't believe why it's do actually you, oh, happening. Oh, see?
0: There you go. That's disparaging. <laughs> Why do you think it's a joke that older people, elderly, would have a form of The Bachelor?
1: And did you not hear me follow it up with, older people need love too, and I'm fine that with that, even, the that, dating that and everything. Even,
0: that even sounds ugly.
1: Well, I don't mean for it to sound ugly.
0: Older people need love yeah. too. Why don't you just refer to them as everybody needs love? Well, everybody
1: to, needs love. You know,
0: even old people need love too. <laughs> It's just it's like you got something against old people. No, falling I in don't. Life.
1: I think it's great. I've encouraged my mother to date ever since my father passed away 26 years
0: ago. Well, it seems to go, and on. she's
1: not had any part of it. She well, won't have any part of you're it.
0: You're not real convincing then, I guess. Or you've not introduced her to anybody. Have you ever introduced her to anybody? We've tried. Have you ever introduced her to anybody? Yes. Brought somebody by the house. Not by the house, but out and about. We, you know, there's been people.
1: My brother and I both, and she just ain't having any part of it.
0: Well, maybe she knows your attitude about it. Maybe she knows that you're going to make fun of her for it. No, we wouldn't make fun. <laughs> she, it, it sounded disparaging. Because The Bachelor.
1: Because The Bachelor. It just seems ridiculous oh, you, the way on. they're going to set no, these no, people up. No, hold
0: on, up. because you've said but in the past, well, you know how old people are. They fall in love in, in immediately and instantaneously anyway. Yeah, you haven't have said yes, that. Yes, you
1: have. You're putting words in my mouth. You've put all the words in your own mouth here. No, I haven't a- said that. A- I don't know where you're getting ABC that.
0: ABC is coming out with a new dating series this fall called The Golden Oreos, uh, The Golden Bachelor. Sorry. Golden, golden Oreos. I had Oreos on my mind. <laughs> I have Craven Oreos right now. And Barely. I just saw a packet of Golden Oreos this morning. Uh, ABC said, quote, one hopeless romantic is given a chance, a second chance at love in the search for a partner with whom to share the sunset years of life. The women arriving at the mansion have a lifetime of experience living through love, loss, and laughter, hoping for a spark that ignites a future of full and endless possibilities. Sounds beautiful.
1: I'm just afraid that they're going to get them drunk like they do the younger oh, ones. Yeah. And, yeah, the see, drama? That's the problem.
2: You know, Old people have enough drama, right, Kim?
1: I think they do. So I think everybody has
2: enough drama. <laughs> there you go. I think people will be drawn to it. I'll be drawn to it. Would you watch it? Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I will. No, you won't. No,
0: I will. Because I want
1: to see, when is it coming in? Is it June? It doesn't have a date.
0: You're going to be watching this one, are you? I will. So you can guffaw, laugh, and make fun. No, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I hope it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. I hope it's very sweet.
0: Right. Well, they have all things ancillary to taking care of each other in your golden years. Well, I hope so. You know, all the things that might... Well, I
1: hope they have fun. I mean, it's not like they're, you know disabled or something i mean it's not like they can't have fun and be out there would you if if
0: they had disabled bachelor would you laugh out loud too just like you did? no okay
1: but what i'm thinking i mean when they they make it sound like they're going to be all old and you know decrepit or something and they're the elderly bachelor the golden the golden okay okay that doesn't mean they're necessarily you know incapacitated
0: i didn't say that (laughs) (laughs) like you know never mind we'll let that go Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uton Law firm. Go ahead and bust out your murder thumbs and start texting away your favorite song, 865-656-7827. It's coming cool. Starwater 2.1, you text from Seymour, you get Kim Petras. Alone with Nicki Minaj on Starwater 2.1. 9-11 on Starwater 2.1. alone from Kim Petras. And thanks for texting in that. We appreciate you. We get your text, and we get the songs right on the radio for you here on Starwater 2.1. Today, 80 degrees. No rain, no rain chances today. Tomorrow, a slight rain chance uh, with a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a possible afternoon quick storm. Especially in the plateau. Maybe not so much in the valley. I think we're in a good weather pattern until Saturday with the possibility of scattered storms happening Saturday. So, enjoy today, tomorrow, and Friday. Oh, your girls... My girls, your girls. I have a question about your girl Kim Kardashian. Okay, which, which most who most people consider to be a bit, I don't know, reprehensible in her behaviors and in her things. In some ways, in yeah. in some ways, in, and and mm-hmm. why why is it that you always seem to cheer for these these much hated women like Meghan Markle and Kim Kardashian and the like? What why are you why do you favor them so much when everybody else pretty much is like? Argh.
1: Well, because I think there are some redeeming qualities in there. I think they do some things that are good that aren't always highlighted as much.
0: Well, I have a question for you. Okay. Because, I mean, Kim Kardashian's in the news for paying legal fees for more than 50 moms on Mother's Day. Yeah. Which is lovely. Yeah, it is. Beneficiaries are women who accumulated legal debt after being placed on probation or parole. Mm -hmm. They all have track record of successful rehabilitations. Kim says, quote, thousands of mothers are stuck on probation or parole just because they can't afford to pay off their restitution fees and fines. So she has a lot of money. So she did that. And that's great. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Okay. Whatever happened to this woman becoming a lawyer?
1: I don't know. I think she's still reading the law. This <laughs> um, <she laughs> gonna be the
0: longest reading of the law in the history of law reading. Well, she, Reading the law. Is, way, is she not past the bar?
1: I know she took the bar once and did not pass and was going to re-study or whatever, try to do Well, if you're reading the law,
0: that's studying, isn't well, it? Well,
1: I know, but I don't know if she's retaken it or not mm-hmm. because then all the stuff with Kanye started and the divorce and everything. So I don't know. I don't know where she is in that process. I've not kept up with that. What? But I know she's still helping what? with a lot of the, the people who are in prison
2: and wow.
1: trying to get out and things you like that. I haven't kept up
2: with Kim Kardashian.
1: Not in that respect. Whoa. No.
2: Now, I'm looking at a post from December thirty. 13th 2021 and it says 21 o- 21 2021 yes
0: like three years ago two years ago yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: and it says omfg i passed the bar exam
0: i passed the bar you said you're not even up or to pa- date excuse I didn't me passed know. the
2: baby bar exam the baby bar that's not the real bar okay that doesn't you allow to you to
0: pass to- the big bar and i don't <laughs> think she's done
1: that it's like jumping the broom or something i don't know
0: but she um she might be dragging her ass over that bar it might yeah. be a problem i don't know <laughs> like a like a high jumper can't clear it you know something mm-hmm. always in the way so yeah, I hadn't heard much about it, and I just know that you, I knew she was her, still studying and Meghan stuff. Megan Markle, I didn't know. you know, you seem to. I wouldn't say these underdog women because they're not underdogs. No, but tricky, the they're strong
1: means. women who I think get a, a a lot, a lot of guff about stuff, gruff guff, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, I think there are redeeming qualities for them. I think okay. they do good things.
0: Still don't want to read my palace paper books, do you?
1: I I have it on my Kindle. Have you read it yet? I have not read it yet. <laughs> you no, know why?
0: Because it tells the truth about no. Megan Markle. Starting at two point one. I don't know what Afternoon DJ J-Dub has been doing, but he got a whole handful of Charlie Puth concert tickets to give away. He'll be in Nashville May 27th. If you want to see him tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 6, tickets every hour to see Charlie Puth. at two point one, Sure Thing, Miguel on the Mark and Kim show at 9.36. Um, I was called a microwave snob. <laughs> My wife called me a microwave snob.
1: Well, you've mentioned that you don't love the microwave that you have.
0: It's not the microwave I have as a problem. Yeah, it's, 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 it's where a, it it's is. It's a drawer thing. It's a hip level. It's, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. But I've always been one to reheat in a, in, on the stovetop or in an oven. You and my husband. And so we're going to put up a Facebook post, and I'll <sighs> tell you a little bit more about the... I won't say it's a stupid fight, because you know. It's it might
1: be a fight that my husband and I have been in.
0: Okay, and I'm going to put up on Facebook a little bit later this afternoon, I'm a blank snob. And fill in the blank and just tell us what it is that makes you a snob about whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, because I, I, there's, now if you bring something out of the freezer and it's a microwave, microwavable thing to cook in the microwave, no problem.
1: Like but, defrosting, right? Like if
0: defrosting something,
1: you'll do it in the microwave? No, I don't
0: defrost anything in the microwave, absolutely oh, do you not. not? No, God, no. Oh. no. Let the natural process of defrosting happened. I'm talking about like a frozen breakfast burrito oh. or a frozen Jimmy Dean sausage muffin or whatever. Okay. All right. And then, you know, 20 seconds and one, 30 seconds, whatever, okay. I'll do that. But if it's food that's not been prepared in the microwave, like cooked in the microwave, prepared for the microwave, you and and like, my husband- it's like it's leftovers. Like it was like, it was like some, it was, it was a soup. I brought home some soup. My wife says, "Can you heat that up for me, for me real quick?" And I'm like, "Well, give me a few minutes here."
1: Oh, <laughs> Out comes the pot. Out comes
0: every. Oh, that's right. That's no. right.
1: Put it in the microwave. All right.
0: All right. No. no, no, no. So it's nine thirty eight now. So tomorrow we'll have that. And your responses. I'm a blank snob. It's not. Dude, I'm not a snob. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to do something better. You're a snob. I guess I would be snobby towards the microwave. So I'm a microwave snob. Are we'll get into that tomorrow. More, 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 more. me, me. More. All right. What was yesterday's topic? It went, we went on for a while on one topic yesterday on the on the podcast, the 30 extra minutes. Do you Children. remember? TikTok. T- yes. TikTok and how it's uh, the, the algorithms. The dark
1: are- things that are sent to teens. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's change it completely. I think we should, if we have a heavy topic, we definitely need to go easier the second day in a row. We don't want to keep it heavy. I've got some... uh, Equal opportunity is what we are. Equal opportunity what? You know, back and forth.
1: Light and and dark
0: and serious and happy and all the things. Did you know that there's a trend where kids, I guess, maybe, because this is where trends happen with younger people... That now when nervous, people speak with a British accent? You know, I
1: saw that, and I thought, if my son got nervous and came and started speaking in a British accent, I would laugh in his face.
0: Really?
1: <laughs> wow. I think huh? I would, well, because in, he never
0: once spoken a British accent. Here, Kim, I'm handing this weather forecast for today, Wednesday, May 17th, to you. And I'll tell you why I'm going to ask you with your little southern lilt. Oh, goodness. Is um, to, to do this, because... I have evidence that the Southern accent mm-hmm. that you put on when you're telling a story. I don't put the, it on. It's real. Honey, we're sitting around and we hear you talk now. Mm-hmm. But when you're in an office and, and you're just chatting with somebody, it's it, you put it on real I don't big. put it on. <laughs> it, it's know. my
1: real accent coming out.
0: Well, then why are you faking it now on the radio? I'm
1: not then? faking it. I'm just more aware
0: of you know being a little bit more proper. So you think that Southern is improper?
1: No, I don't think it's improper. It's just well, like when I'm more comfortable with... I don't know, like my family and
0: stuff. Oh, so in here you're uncomfortable. No, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just aware of
1: being more, you know.
0: Okay. Well, I have evidence and we'll show you, we'll let you listen to it in just a second here. Okay. Evidence that the Southern accent is the most similar to the British accent of all accents in America. Really? The Southern accent, I'll let you hear some audio here in just a second. But go ahead and, in your best British accent, because you know, obviously, being uptight in here and keeping her professional accent on. <laughs> you know, now, now you're people obviously, hear my, meet obviously, me in
1: here and think professional. You are obviously <laughs>
0: nervous to keep on the professional accent. So, in your best British accent, to do, do today's weather, please. Uh,
1: today, the clouds will thin out and come afternoon sunshine and lower humidity. Afternoon temperatures will be very close to seasonal levels and most reach the upper seventies to near eighty. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do accents. Mine's, I really can't. Mine's awful too. I I don't do mine, accents.
2: Mine goes in between that and Irish. It sounds
0: a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know, I do I like accents. To see you start with British. So give him the second yeah, part of that oh forecast. Gosh. Go ahead and slap I've never on said a I could do accents. British accent there, new man Tyler Gan.
2: Morning clouds thin out some to some afternoon sunshine and lower humidity.
0: Oh God! At British least we, we sound people, somewhat alike. British people would lose their minds right now hearing you do this.
2: Mostly clear and uncomfortable. Bloody hell! Bloody L. Well, but at least we Bloody don't say L.
1: that we could do the accent, because I've never claimed to have an, you know, the, a British accent.
0: The, you know, nobody claims, yeah, because you're not from Great Britain, so you don't have yeah, a I British accent. But, I don't do accents. Well, then you must never be nervous, because the new trend, according to the UK's Guardian newspaper, did a story on how Americans have started speaking in a British accent when they feel awkward in social situations. So nobody's British accent is very good if you're from America. Wouldn't that make it more uncomfortable and more
1: awkward? I would think so. Maybe they think they're throwing everybody else off by throwing that hey, really? supposed accent hey, out there. Oh,
0: really? do talked to a bunch of Gen Zers who admit it. it's become a habit. Most said it's something they <laughs> unconsciously do when they feel uncomfortable. Unconsciously. I don't think you
1: unconsciously fall into it unless you've been hit in the head or something. I mean that, there is yeah. a
0: syndrome. Yes. Yeah, an yeah. Accent syndrome. I mean, then okay. you listen, may do it. All right, listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. He's a he's a linguist, he's a diction and voice coach. He's an expert in, in, in different dialects and stuff like that. Listen to his comparison between the English and the Southern accent. The uh,
1: classic historical Southern accent that we think of is so very close to the standard aristocratic received British uh, dialect that most Americans think of as an English accent. For example, if I were saying in British dialect, my mother and father went here, there, and everywhere. And if I changed nothing other than putting in what we know is a southern lilt, my mother
0: and father went here, there, everywhere, then you get what for years was an aristocratic southern accent. And believe it or not, that was not Leslie Jordan. It sounded like Leslie Jordan with the it, it southern is a southern whale, bit. but my mother, my father, here, there, and everywhere. And mother and father. Well, do, now do it the British without the, without the lilt in it. My-
1: mother, father, here, there, and everywhere.
0: See? Yeah. And it
1: does. He's not wrong. Right, you see, He's not wrong. It's you, that kind of flattened...
0: The interesting part about Vowels
1: it, and stuff, yeah. Well,
0: the way that you drop your R's. See, British don't say the R the hard way. Like mm-hmm. R hard. They, they drop it with a... And the same way, like if you get up into, into Boston, and you just start dropping your R's. It's the same kind of thing. you got the Boston accent. You drop your R's and you're fine. And that's kind of how you do it. And the R's, for some reason, American accents have the R, the hard R, but... In the south, you kind of lose
1: the hard R. So it's well, kind of like if we, we could do the British accent without trying to do the British accent.
0: If we a, try, it doesn't sound wilt, like it. Take the lilt out of your <laughs> southern accent, and so you say, "My mother, my father." You know, and you my don't mother, have it. My mother,
1: my father. Yeah, you, know, you don't really go. You don't. You don't put a southern accent on it. Well, but we're not trying to put a southern <laughs> accent on things. We just but, have the southern but, accent. Yeah,
0: right. Here's an example of this whole thing where the British accent is something you pull out when you're nervous. A woman who works in tech said she recently wanted to let her boss know she was feeling burnt out. So without thinking, she said in a British accent, it's affecting me mental health, innit? not <laughs> it? Then her boss, who's older, was like, what the hell was that? Some Gen Zers said they also do it when they have to confront people. <laughs> like one guy needed his roommate to take the trash out and said in a British accent, can you please take out the rubbish?
1: Oh my gosh. British
0: reality shows like Love Island. Might have something to do with this. Is there a Love Island American version? Do we know? You're I the don't all know. Temptation Island Love yeah,
1: Island. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I like Bachelor Island, you know, mm. where they do that. Yeah, Island. earlier
0: this evening, I'm oh, sorry, earlier this morning, you heard her uh, guffaw and laugh at the old person version. Because I just can't believe it's
1: actually happening. Why not? Why not? I don't know. I thought it was kind of a joke when they saw it. It's first not like said. they're
0: doing elementary school Bachelor. These people can That's fall in love. Probably next.
1: It's... No, I didn't say they couldn't. I'm all about anybody falling in love.
0: Oh, are you? Yeah, I am. Mm hmm. But uh, let's see, in Love Island, they become popular with the, that show has become popular. Uh, it's not just about mimicking people. We've seen on TV. Experts think there's definitely a psychological reason behind people faking a British accent when Is they're nervous. Is it something
1: about them maybe becoming someone else so it's not them confronting somebody? Because, you know, we've talked about how um, Gen Zers don't like to even call people. You know, they'll hand the phone to somebody else. I mean, you talked about yeah. how your girlfriend handed you the phone to take care of something. And,
2: and she also does a British accent does very, really? very, very well, too. Yeah.
0: Does she pull it out when she's nervous to talk to somebody on the phone? She'll just... Randomly do it out of nowhere. See, there you go. This is a whole, see That's you, crazy. You could have kicked in five minutes ago and said, "Hey, my girlfriend's <laughs> doing this." Um, experts think the definite the definite psychological component to it. It can be a way of softening what you're saying or separating your true true personality from the situation. A defense mechanism.
1: So I guess that is it. Like there it's not go. me doing this; it's somebody else. All right, exactly.
0: All wow. right. Did you see a church sold its old stained glass windows for six thousand dollars? A young pastor wanted to modernize the historic West Philadelphia church, only to find out that he sold for $6,000 Tiffany glass worth well over a million dollars.
1: Oh, my word. I wow. bet he can't get that back either. Oh, this excuse is,
0: me. This is, oh, yeah. Who's going to send it back or sell uh, it can back? Can I get or, that back, please? I made yeah, a mistake. yeah. High above the pews of the colossal church at 50th in Baltimore, two rose-shaped stained glass windows sat virtually untouched for 118 years. And no wonder. No one <laughs> seemed to know that they were especially valuable. Then, Emmanuel Christian Center purchased the sprawling old building from Hickman Temple AME Church, its owners since 1972. The new pastor, William Brownlee Sr., hoped to build a bright, modern worship space where he could broadcast highly produced services to a national parish.
1: And this is why we can't have nice things in America. Right. You know how we go to other countries and they have buildings that are thousands and
0: thousands of years old? Yeah, well, their stained glass is all gone, though. Keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. um, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> though the church was recently the subject of a pitched preservation battle, it was not a designated historic site. A 118-year-old uh, old church how old? should be...
1: How is it not?
0: Well, I don't know. Since it was <laughs> built for St. Paul's Presbyterian Church in 1901, the 15,000-square-foot space had deteriorated in its grandeur. Um, Emmanuel Christian, a 400-member church, bought the Gothic Revival building for $1.7 million. restoring the dilapidated interior, seemed uh, some of which was moldy and rotting, seemed like more trouble than it was worth, Brownlee <laughs> said in an interview. So he directed contractors to remove the dark wooden pews, the carved wainscoting, Uh, The wood trim, the floors, the tables, the chairs, and the stained glass windows. Essentially, just get rid of all this old stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When an architectural salvager offered to take more than a dozen stained glass windows and other furnishings off his hands in the fall, he was glad to make the deal. I bet. He sold the whole lot, including the two rose windows for $6,000. My vision was just complete. Get it done, said Brownlee. He described the, uh, let's see, uh, the denomination, non-denominational church is very energized, hyper, God-loving. Well, God help him, because it was discovered that the grimy leaded glass was crafted for St. Paul's in the early 1900s by Tiffany.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Louis Mm. Comfort Tiffany, the president of the studio famous for its glasswork and lamps, was also the first director of of his father's jewelry company, you know. Tiffany and Company. The real deal. Mm hmm. It is also possible that John Wanamaker of the very famous Wanamaker's Philadelphia department store had a role in the commissioning of these windows back in the day, 118 years ago. His name was included in St. Paul's entry in the Tiffany's commission list, which means oh he got paid for his work on the windows. To find another Tiffany Rose, let alone two, it's almost unheard of, said the head of the design company involved in this. He said, it's unlikely that another such window would come on the market in our lifetime. Oh, but the guy who got them got them mm-hmm. both for $6,000, not even $6,000 a piece. Estimated sale price of the Rose glass sold for 6000 is 150000 to 250000 each. And because there were so many of them... The estimated value of all the windows could be over a million dollars. Oh my God! It goes on and on. The article, article, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> now, but it's um, can
2: yeah. I, can it's, I ask you a question? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I don't know how much they were when they purchased them initially, like the church. Mm-hmm. But where did they get their money for the windows to begin with? Where did who get the money for the the, the church themselves in 1901? Yeah. I mean, I would assume that they would be expensive when they were made.
1: Well, yeah, anything for. I mean, from I wasn't building a building. You've got
0: a budget for a building, and part of that building is going to be stained glass. You budget for the stained glass.
2: Okay, I was. I was just curious. I didn't know if it came out of like the people that went to the church, like it went from the offering blade. Well, or, where,
0: where, where do you think all money to the church comes that's from?
2: That's I know, but I just I don't know if how the congregation would feel like all my money went to a window.
0: Well, you I mean is it price relative? in yesterday's terms to today's ter- you're saying like if it's worth a million dollars now these windows together then it was worth what would be equal to a million dollars back in 1901 possibly yeah okay um, people have been rooked and scammed in churches for thousands of years into giving money to charlatans <laughs> yeah. and- but they
1: probably didn't think it was a rooking or sham
0: because what I'm saying though is if in fact that's true maybe even people back in 1901 thought they were being uh, charged a lot I hadn't, th- hadn't given that any thought on how much it costs to make in uh, a church, how much it costs to build a church, but it always yeah. comes out of the congregation, always. But I think okay. a lot
1: of times they, they wanted to spend that money because it was their place of worship, and a lot of times the churches were
0: very um, opulent. All right. So we've yeah. gone from a British accent. Now I want you to pronounce, if you could, please, for us, and I don't know if you've ever had any before, <laughs> have either one of you had the Vietnamese soup with a lot of noodles in it that's not called ramen? Pho? Pho? Well, it's spelled P H O.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I don't believe so. You've not had no. any
0: P H O. No. Okay. You know the common pronunciation for that is "fuh." Yeah. Okay. I
1: thought it was pho, but then you and Tirsa actually. Tirsa Smith of Channel me, Six. Yes. yes who, who uh, that it was
0: pho. is my "fuh" buddy. Would you like some "fuh"? And I have had "fuh." <laughs> she and I are "fuh" buddies. Yeah. We've been out for "fuh" mm. on several occasions. I don't think her husband will go, and I know my wife won't go because I get. Mine with beef tendon in it. Yeah. Which is, you know, I eat beef bone marrow. I eat the stuff out of the middle of the bone. It's supposed to be good stuff for you. I like pho. Huh? I like pho. So you've had pho. Yes, I have. So you know how to pronounce pho. I like pho. There was a news station that would not pronounce the name of a pho restaurant. (laughs) Okay. And it was on fire. They were doing a news story. Authorities are currently on scene investigating a fire that ripped through a popular Vietnamese restaurant, according to Emergency Dispatch. The call for the fire came in, in, uh, to, in, in Sunday, 12:15 p.m. at the restaurant located on Market Street. Um, this is not here locally. And uh, they continued to do the entire article and never once mentioned the name of the restaurant. Okay, They just kept why? referring to it as a Vietnamese soup restaurant or the, by the address. But they never said the name of the restaurant. So I'd like you to write down this name, if you could, please. We're going to have Kim pronounce it here. As a matter of fact, new man Tyler Gann, if you could write it down as well, remembering the pronunciation of those letters. Okay. So here we go. The The first word is P-H-O, of course, so you know okay. what you're getting. You always okay. put the name of the business. Fun. yeah. Okay, and then there were uh, King, K-I-N-G. <laughs> K-I-N-G. Okay, that's why they wouldn't pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What store was on fire... That they had to call the fire department to, but they won't say on channel 21 out of wherever this comes from. Where? What's the name of that restaurant? The I... Phu King
1: Vietnamese Restaurant, I'm sure. See, now, yeah.
0: I could pause this Yeah, but don't do that. And I could quickly <laughs> splice together without that four-second <laughs> pause. Yeah, but
1: don't do that. I can see why they didn't do that, because they may have thought even that somebody
0: was, you know—
1: Pranking them? Yeah. You know this goes back to, though?
0: This goes back to the infamous sign from a years and years ago and fake radio commercials when DJs thought it was funny that there was a place in town we could get furniture, like couches and chaise and recliners and stuff. Yeah. And they went by the—they used, also used the name King, but I think they sold a lot of sofas. So oh. they had the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> King— <laughs> Sofa mm-hmm. king You have to be careful how you say those <laughs> things. Sofa <laughs> king <laughs> They wouldn't say so they wouldn't say the fa. The mm-hmm.
2: yeah, king
0: restaurant. I'm surprised city ordinance hasn't kicked in in some way shape or form in which by the way I think I have noticed and I'm having a brain fart right now there are several I've seen vanity plates that I'm not sure people picked up on recently. Like the new blue. Uh-huh. Everybody had to get a new reset. Like you couldn't take your old vanity plate. You didn't have eminent domain over that. And then shift so You had to reapply. You had to reapply. Yeah. And I don't think they've been as diligent. Or maybe vigilant is the word I'm looking for. In making sure that these meanings aren't like legitimate. I know I... God, I wish... But I you could, can't think of them? You know what? If I Google search something... On my Google Photos, it might come up, where if I just put in license plate into my Google Photos license And plate. while you're
1: Googling that, why, why would you not have imminent domain, so to speak, over the why don't you vanity plate you had before? Yeah, it seems I, like I if you already had it, you would get to go ahead and keep that wow, if you chose to. Crap. I mean, you have first right of refusal, I would think. Yeah.
0: Um, no, I don't have it. Crap. I know that I've come across some license plates that it didn't sound to me like to the state of Tennessee realized what they were allowing to be printed on the, ten- on the license plate. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So,
1: But maybe in the case of the Vietnamese noodle restaurant, <laughs> maybe the people who were approving the sign thought it was pho. You know, because it's right, spelled right. P-H-O, so it maybe no they ordinances. did know that it was pho. And they thought, oh, Pho king. You know, oh, that's funny. That's very close. <laughs>
0: She's back to doing a British accent again. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: Both. more like a Scottish accent. Because okay. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, you be kidding me. I'm afraid I'm going to be saying something wrong.
0: Well, we're not on the radio, although you can't tell the difference between the podcast and the radio. And for those of you on the radio show who listen to the radio show live as it's happening... And wonder why there are so many weird non sequiturs that Kim says that oh. I'm sitting in here and going, What? What did you say, Kim? What is what does that mean, Kim? Only to find out that she can't differentiate between these 30 minutes we're doing off I the air. can't seem
1: to separate. And I'm an idiot.
0: The stuff that we do on the air. And so she references back to stuff that has not been on the radio yeah. while we're on the radio. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I can't separate. Why, why can't you separate?
1: I don't know. I just get into it. You don't it have headphones on now. I know. I just get into it. We've and, been and I talking I, for I know it. I said I'm an idiot, minutes. Mark. I don't know what else to tell you.
0: Well, I didn't call you an idiot.
1: No, I did. I called myself that. Well, I don't think I it do, means You pointed I don't, out, but I'll call myself I don't call think it means
0: you're an idiot at all.
1: Well, you seem to point that out. So.
0: I'm, I'm pointing <laughs> I out I, I, How that. am I pointing out that you're an idiot by just saying, if you hear weird non sequiturs on yeah. the radio, it's because Kim is referring to the thing we're doing yeah. off the air. Yeah. How did I, where, where did I call you an idiot?
1: It just, it points it out. So I'll just, I'll just call myself that. But I, I have a hard time separating. So, okay. you know. I'm just comfortable everywhere, so I just talk about it. So Okay.
0: With a British accent.
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't well, fall into a British accent very often at all. But
0: And our final did you see of the day. Tell me if you feel some kind of way about this, the way I kind of feel some kind of way about this. Okay. Kind of feel some kind of way. All right. A 12-year-old kid in Utah always wanted to know what it was like to be arrested. So as his make-a-wish request, okay. his make-a-wish request, okay, he was arrested. Really? Handcuffed fingerprinted the entire experience. He says it was fun. He was treated like an absolute criminal to the point where they, always, they took him all the way to jail, put him in jail, make-a-wish foundation granted this wish. Police department got involved in the wish. He, of course, didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to break any laws. They just came and arrested him. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've ever been part of that thing where... The cops show up to arrest you and you have to raise money for some charity yeah. organization to get back out of jail. Yeah. Okay, I've done that before. I have too. You know, placed in handcuffs and the whole thing. And it's, you know, for charity, that's one thing. Question, and I'm just being complete devil's advocate here. Why is that a make-a-wish? Why would they grant that make-a-wish? And isn't that glorifying, the like being arrested? Like being arrested should be like the very last thing you ever ever want to do. Now, granted, make a wish, and you know what that means. And if you don't know what make a wish means, it means I think these can- these kids are terminal cancer pa- cancer patients. Do they have to be terminal?
1: They're not always terminal, the way I understand it. Um, but they're they're fairly ill, right? You know, and they're
0: and so this would be like let's grant a bucket wish list. Yes, like for me, they'd have to take me to Finland to see the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you know. Oh, of course, and buy me some expensive astrophotography gear so I can take a wonderful <laughs> capture picture. capture it all. Of course, you know, um, and then bury me with it. Um, I just, I don't think anything that glorifies, like, 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 why couldn't he have, like, maybe just taken a ride in the back of a, of, a, of a fast police car or something on a closed course or, you know, being, like, being, I think it has to do with Grand Theft Auto. So do you play GTA at all? Uh, yes. Okay. Does your son play Grand Theft Auto at all? He does. Does He, have, he has GTA on, his, on yeah. his console. He does. Which is glorifying the breaking of laws. I mean, yeah. truly it is. You, you run people over, yeah. you get arrested. You, you, a lot of times you can do things and then have to run from the law while your wanted rating goes higher by yeah. the number of stars or whatever. I mean, I'm compl- like I'm saying, I, I can understand the humor in it. I can understand the whole, you know, give the kid what he wants. But just to just for conversational points of it, and I see you're kind of conflicted. I looked at. I am I'm,
1: conflicted because I I I love the idea of giving the children what they want. I mean, it's like they...
0: yeah. They may not have all their life to get go, go out there and get arrested. So make sure you yeah. take care of it before he passes away from cancer. No, that's you should do something that like. But <sighs> if this is the one thing that child wants to, but why is that the one he, thing? He could have just been curious.
1: What Just if Disney World Close? The- you know, yeah. well, but I don't. But,
0: but, <laughs> not everyone else wants to go to no, Disney World. No, not I everyone
1: does. Or maybe he's already been to
0: Disney World and he I, I know. This is
1: the one. Maybe this is the one thing that he knows. Even if he were going to live his whole life, he probably wouldn't get to experience because he's yeah. not going to go break
0: the laws. And I, like, do this. I like how you did say probably because you never know. Yeah, you could be arrested anytime. Uh, yeah, exactly. for anything, even false arrest. Yeah, even for like something for,
1: you've not done. Right. So maybe this child is—he's a good kid. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, let's let's go with that. Let's say he's a good kid. He's not. Even imagining that he's going to do anything to where he's going to get
0: arrested, but he's seen it in movies, he's seen it, and he just, they, he just
1: wants to know what it would be like. I'm right. sure they
0: treated him with kid gloves, if you will, but at the same time, if they're going to make it legit, I mean, shouldn't they have to taser him? No. Shouldn't they have to Let's wrestle him? Let's not go him? that far. Gosh. Shouldn't <laughs> he like, run from the loft to be tackled, or maybe, oh, they could let the canine out? You know, the Belgian, <laughs> the Belgian Malinois could just come and tackle him and bite him in the ankles, gnaw on his leg a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right, you know? exactly. Make that, I mean, make it real, and then leave him in jail overnight too. Right? Did they do? I mean, did none they, of that happened. They
1: didn't okay. put him in jail overnight or anything no. like that.
2: like no probes. They didn't have any cavity didn't searches. Try a meal or pardon? He didn't even just try a meal, just to see what. It, like a
0: prison food, yeah, like a jail like- meal. No, didn't it didn't say that in the story? I just think you have to make prison tea in the toilet or anything like that. (laughs) Prison wine, you mean? (laughs) Whatever. You think they're making tea? I don't know. You don't think the commissary has some Lipton iced tea? I don't know. No, they make prison wine. They make alcohol. (sighs) Alcohol in alcohol. Alcohol. That's what they make in prison. They're not wasting their time on on iced tea. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I've never they been probably, in prison. Probably buy some country time and mix it into their water. <laughs> for God's sake. So I just I just thought, as a devil's advocate that's, point of view, that's
1: an interesting question. I, I it makes just, me think. I I don't. I'm conflicted. I really am conflicted. But
0: I. I'm of the mindset: give the kid what they want. Yeah, but I think you also need to, after that, have a sit down and talk with them about, hey, you don't ever vi- really want to do that. Yeah, and, and these video games are obviously affecting your brain. It has to be influenced <laughs> by something. Yes, exactly. Although they can, you know, they've continued to say that, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be influenced by all this killing we do in games, first person shooter games, and hang on, we have a lot of mass murders happening right now. I shouldn't say anything. Yeah, at all. hang on. <laughs> and really quickly to the texture who mentioned the fact that uh, we had a, what an eighteen minute we had an eighteen minute podcast the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's because we had to edit out, edit out, what, about six or seven minutes of something? Based yeah, we on had to
2: take out a whole segment, and then we, yeah. We because had to, yeah, we I out we a tried segment.
0: something that didn't work <laughs> with the audio processing of something, which led into something else specific to that audio processing. And so it all had to go away. So, yeah, yeah, so somebody texted me, and not through the station, but to my, like, what's up, man? You giving up on the podcast, the 30 extra minutes? No, never. I just, no, we... we knocked you had to take something off so yeah we should have explained that yes. I guess before so now. let's just say what's that uh approximate sign Your little squiggly line yeah. like the dash was squiggly so we should say approximately 30 minutes of bonus material on a daily basis
1: more times than not
0: more often than not yes yeah. true but uh, we did have to edit something out and that was about a six eight minute segment or whatever which still yeah. may not have taken us all the way to 30 minutes but y'all ain't paying for this <laughs> Yet, if you want to, <laughs>
1: we'd be glad to That's set right. you up.
0: <laughs> Send uh, something to the Kim
2: Hansard Vacation Fund. And That's right. To go. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>